This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Previously on Dicebender. Got some good news for you guys, for all of us actually. We finally heard back from Republic City. They're down with uh, having the White Lotus come out and talk about putting up a school in the Republic Nation. Okay, are we going to take a train there or are we going by boat? Safest way was travel by ship. Be at the docks in an hour. Oh, I go. I need to talk to you for a quick second before you go. Although I am glad that one of you came over. There's an island nearby the western portal called the Air Temple Island. Could you go there and hand this note to any of the air acolytes that you see? Do you mind telling Kevin that uh, got a, a letter from his uh, from his dad recently? He would probably really like to read this. I can do that. Uh, people aboard the ship shouting. Can't quite make out what they're saying. It's a little inaudible. You recognize this as the Water Viper um, pirate gang? Haro. You look at the flag of the ship that is being fired at. You're seeing a fist mountains oh, no. in the background within the circle on this flag. Alright, so we are going to begin making our way over to these ships. So, this is what we're going to do. You guys are not the pilots or captaining the ship, but as you guys are making your way over to this naval combat uh, between the, this cannon fire from one ship that seems to be a pirate raiding ship and another ship that you guys don't fully recognize the flag of, uh, and the people that do aren't saying anything. Hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh... I'm going to roll initiative for the... Actually, no, you guys roll initiative, so we can set it up to where the ships will get in touch with each other soon. So, you guys roll initiative for me. 22. Uh, yeah, 22. 19 plus uh, 3, 22. Who has the higher dexterity score? Mine's plus 3. Mine is also plus 3. Um, tag team. Tag, yeah, I just have one of you guys go right after the other, so that's no problem. Offense and defense. I got a six. Oh lord. Yeah, you don't want to do this anyway, so that kind yeah. of fits. <laughs> um, the two teachers tell you guys that they're gonna stay on. They're gonna ensure that this that our current ship is good because they need to make sure that we can get back to uh, Republic City decently, but there's a couple of uh, pirate guys that are coming with you guys um, that will be assisting. None of them seem to be benders, though, oddly enough, so they're all pulling out scimitars and stuff like that. You've got the pirate ship on your right side, and you've got the ship that is being attacked on the left. You're seeing cannon fire from the one, and you're seeing blasts of fire bending from the other, trying to 
fire at each other to get each other away. No one has actually recognized that your ship is there just yet, but you've got your White Lotus flag hanging high above, waving in the wind as you guys park yourselves in the direction to where you guys could either fling towards one or the other, um, using Vana to help you guys, like she can water bend you guys over to whichever ship you guys are trying to get onto, um, to try to stop like the the pirates or whatever you guys are trying to do. Which one is the one that I know? Like on the left or the right? Left. Oh, okay. And I so, recognize the one on the right. Right. Um, Jaeger and Kevin, you guys both did the same thing. So go ahead and choose which ship that you guys are trying to get on to prevent or to stop. I relate the information that I know about uh, about that ship to Jaeger. <laughs> oh, what I know about that ship. So, to help him make his decision. Probably okay. gonna. Go ahead. Probably gonna be going over to the, the, I guess, the pirate ship. Okay, the one on the right. Correct, starboard side. Well, the way the way it's angled is you guys are kind of like the sides of a triangle right now. So mm-hmm. your the left side is the starboard side. So your starboard uh, side. Left is, side is port side. Port side. Okay. So your left, the left side of your ship, the port side is facing the other two that are kind of engaged in combat with each other. Um, ah. The way the way it's gonna work is that Vana is going to be able to water bend to like help push you that way that makes Mm -hmm. sense that way you're not like jumping into the water but she can like carry you with water over to whichever one you're trying to get to right uh that since that is um just a simple movement what's going to happen is uh you are going to be propelled with the water to the ship and you are able to make your actions, but not your movement. Also, when you get there, I'm going to have each person roll a dexterity to see if they land on their feet. Okay. Is it like uh, surfing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind or of wakeboarding. Surfing. You're kind of wakeboarding on on the water to the ship. So once the water dispels, you fall onto the ship. So I rolled the dexterity. Do you want me to? Tell you or? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I got a thirteen. Okay, so you are able to be propelled over to this ship that's on the right, the pirates, uh, mm-hmm. and they, uh, you successfully land. Uh, you are able to secure your landing well enough to where you still have your action and your bonus action if you wanted to do any kind of attacking movement. You can't do yet, but you have the rest. And you. So see- I'm, I'm on the ship. You are now on the opponent's <clears throat> ship. Uh, you ran over to the edge of the ship, jumped. Vana, you trusted enough to be able to catch you with the water and help push you over to the ship that you're trying to get on. Okay. <clears throat> and I can't move. Uh, how many uh, crewmates are on board that I can see? You see four people on uh, on the deck. Four people on the deck. Hmm. 
would it be possible for me to just lie low for this turn? Roll, roll me a stealth check to see if I, you were able to get on stealthily. I would love to roll you a stealth check. <laughs> I got a natural 20. Yes. Somehow, some miraculous way, guys, you saw Jaeger jump off the ship and then Vana with her water, but you didn't see Jaeger get in the water. Like, as far as you guys can tell, she missed and he plummeted into the water uh, below. You guys look over it, uh, look over the deck and then look at the ship that he was supposed to be carried to and miraculously he was able to sneak on without them even seeing uh, the wave that brought him over there. And is that going to be your turn? That's it, yeah. That's going to be my turn. Okay, and so I said there's four, right? Yes. And Kevin, where are you wanting to go? You saw Jaeger kind of vanish off of the side of the ship and end up being on the pirate side. Do I see Jaeger over there? Roll me a perception. Okay. Like to see where exactly. I already did say that you happened to see him there miraculously, but um, uh, as for where exactly and stuff like that, you'd have to roll a perception. Yeah, I don't see him because I roll a one. <laughs> okay, but you did see the wave that Vana made uh, carried him over to the right. The ship that's on the right. I'm going to join him to give him some backup. Okay. Um, go ahead and jump over. You, Since you're a waterbender, do you want to bend yourself over there, or do you trust Vana to do it? I'll trust Vana to do it. Okay, good, because that's going to help free up your actions. So Vana's able to carry you over there. Go ahead and make your dexterity safe to see if you land on your feet and would be able to do any of your actions. That is going to be a lovely 17. 14 plus 3. You are able to land on your feet. Uh, you are used to the waves of the water, and you are used to the quick pace that waves bring, and are able to land softly, uh, unaffected by the sudden change of your positions. Do I land anywhere near Jaeger or no? Roll me a uh, d20. That is going to be a lovely tent. Uh, you're relatively nearby if you knew where he was. Alright, I'm going to stealth. Roll me a stealth check. That is a 16 plus 3, so a 19. Alright, so yep, just like with Jaeger, um, you are able to slip into the night of the day on this ship. Uh, and it just so happens that where you sneak off to is exactly where he is. So you guys like face each other and just now realize. Hi, uh, and as um, uh, was that my action to hide? Yes. Okay. And let me hit an action set. And let me left the action set. That's all I'm gonna do. Okay. Uh, Taro, what are you wanting to do? You saw two of your friends carry off into the right ship, the pirated ship, and then the other ship is the one that is being pirated. Um, and Vana's just saying that she's taking you where you need to go. Um, 
wherever you choose. Wait, so the pirates are attacking the one I know, and they're on that ship also? The pirates are attacking the one that you know. Uh, your allies are on the pirate ship. Well, I ideally don't want to go to either one, but I guess I'll go to the pirate ship. Okay. So, um, you uncomfortably look down in the water and, like, jump. Uh, Vana is able to catch you and drift you with the with her water bending over to that ship. Go ahead and roll me dexterity. 15 plus... plus 3, 18. Alright, 18. You are able to successfully land. Um, it's that hard-footedness that is the Earthbender that allows you to land in a very sturdy manner despite the ocean waves and the uh, the drifting from the water bending that Vana did. Can I... Um also try to be sneaky and hide. <laughs> Roll a stealth check. 7 plus 5 is 12. <laughs> yeah, that is good enough. When I heard 7, I was like, oh god. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you are able to uh, sneak. You're not as close as uh, Jaeger and Kevin are together, but you... All of you are like hiding behind some barrels that are on the deck where people weren't able to see you. Um, you guys are on opposite ends of the way, so you guys aren't... If you try to talk to them, you would have to speak up loud enough for people to potentially hear you. The two of them are close enough to where they can speak freely without uh, anyone hearing them. What's going to happen now is... Pirate ship is going to fire another cannon shot at the one that you recognize, uh, Taro, which they miss. The cannon shoots off, and it seems to be there's some water benders on that other ship, and they're able to bring up the water and freeze the cannon, uh, or freeze the cannonball before it touches their ship. That ship that just got fired at is going to then try to fire towards them and they are able to successfully shoot them with one of these cannon blasts so as you guys are sitting on the ship of the pirates i need all of you to roll dexterity as this cannon hits the side of this uh this ship big money big money and that's going to be, that's going to be a 16 plus 3, so 19. Okay, you are able to hold yourself. Okay. I got a 15. 11 you are able to plus hold yourself as well. 3, 14. Alright, that is good enough, yeah. So all, all three of you are able to hold yourself steady as this blast of cannon fire hits the side of this ship, people start wobbling around and all this. Um, next up would be uh, Jaeger's turn. Uh, you see that the four of them that are on board, uh, there's one of them that is on a cannon, another that is on a cannon, and two of them that are just kind of uh, ready to attack the ship 
in person at a moment's notice if they can get close enough or if they're able to grapple the ship over. So right now what's kind of going through Jaeger's mind is he's not even really sure if he's even attacking the right people just from how Taro kind of reacted to the other ship. Um, so I'm just going to ask Taro, Taro, am I going to attack the right people right now? Keep in mind you guys are at a far enough distance to where if you tried to talk to her right now, people would be alerted to your presence. Oh. Yeah, you're by Kevin. You're not by me. Oh. Kevin, am I about to attack the right people? <laughs> we are pretty much on uh, the Northern Vipers ship. And they are pretty much pirates. These are the bad guys. Cool. Pretty much. Okay. Uh... Wait. <laughs> you don't hear that. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jaeger is going to use a there, there's a guy on a cannon, you said? Yeah, you've got two guys on one cannon each. Or, like, one guy is on one cannon, one guy's on another. Okay, I'm gonna use Fire Whip on the Cannon Boy. Or Cannon Lady, whichever one. The, the Cannon Person. Yeah, go ahead and make your roll for the Cannon Person to be attacked by this whip. Okay. I got a 16. 16 does not hit them uh, as you go to form this whip and try to lash it out towards them they really they're able to see you and dodge themselves out of the way what they make okay. they they shout out saying we've got some on board we've got some on board okay well luckily that fire whip is a bonus action so i'm gonna run over there with an axe drawn and hit him with it That is a that is also a sixteen. God damn. Yeah, that of course misses. God damn. <laughs> okay. So he's able to like s slide himself away from you as you try to swing your uh, your axe against him. Kevin, it is your turn. What do you want to do? Seeing this, I'm like, okay, maybe it's attacking that person. Oh, I'm going to creep over the. Uh, creep near him and fire off using one of my water skins and fire a waterfall at at the guy he tried to attack. You said you're trying to sneak. I'm gonna use water bolts, which is a basic. So oh, I'm burning. No, up. I heard that part. I thought you said that you're trying to creep over there. So are you sneaking? I assume I'm still stealth. They haven't seen me. Cause how far are they from me? Uh, they were. That one was close enough for Jaeger to swing at him with his axe. Okay, so I don't need to peep over there. I can just, I, I can just nail him because my water bolt is ninety. It's ninety feet. Mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna nail him with a water bolt. All right, go ahead. And I add my spell attack modifier, right? Right. All right. Your, your bending modifier, yeah. My bending modifier, which is 14 plus 5, so I 19. Does that hit? 19 would hit. They use their reaction to cast Ice Shield out of one of their water skins and block it. 
Yep, they're waterbenders. And I've been much uh, sucked back down. <laughs> like, yep, they're they're pretty much like me. <laughs> and that ends my turn. <laughs> yep, and he's like, there's one behind the barrel. So that one that you just, that the both of you are trying to attack, he shouts for the other one that's on the cannon to keep firing. And he goes to try to attack you, Jaeger. He pulls out one of his pirate scimitars and tries to make a swing on you. Okay, does a does an eleven hit you? Probably not. Uh, no, it does not. Okay, and he's going to attack again because he has the extra attack. Oh, really? And and he misses that second time. But he he holds firm where he's at right now. The one that is on the cannon goes to fire his cannon at the other ship. And that definitely hits. So you guys are watching this as uh, Jaeger, you start getting into a tassel with this this one that's on one of the cannons. The other one is able to fire his ship or his cannon. It connects directly with that ship, dealing 19 damage. Oof. Ships are hardy things, though. At, yeah, they are. As this ship takes a blast of cannon uh, of cannonball straight into the side. Uh, this guy uses his uh, bonus action to try to load up that cannon one more time. We've got a third guy that is going to rush around and try to attack you, Kevin, with a water bolt of his own, or is he going to do something special? Actually. So what he's going to do now that they know that you're there, is he's going to run close enough where he's going to do a chilling touch against you. He's got two of his hands free and he's able to use some water from his water skin to bend it over to where you are. This icy shard-like blast of water looks very similar to uh, Water Bolt, but it is a freezing water as he tries to fire this over at you. And he is definitely able to not hit you. <laughs> he rolled very poorly to try to attack you with that. Um, so as you like turn your head over the barrel side to just see what's going on, you start seeing this this uh, icicle-like uh, shard blast come towards you, and you duck behind the barrel again. Uh, that is his turn. The uh, last guy is going to run over to you, Jaeger, and he is going to try to attack you with his scimitar as well. Uh, he got a 16 on the die. Do I need to maths? Um, yeah. Okay, he got a 22. Yeah, that's good. Alright, so he does 7 slashing damage to you on his first attack. Okay. And misses you with his second attack. He rolled very poorly on that second one. So he slashes you with the one time, uh, but you were prepared for a second swing coming and you were able to duck out of the way. Taro, it's your turn. Okay. Y'all, I'm so anxious. Okay. Um, so how many people are attacking, like, or how many people are by Jaeger and Kevin right now? There's two guys 
in front of Jaeger, uh, engaged with him. There is one person engaged with Kevin, but they are at a reasonable distance. They're not, like, on top of each other. Okay. Um, and there's one by a cannon, right? Yeah, there's one that's still manning a cannon right now. Okay. Is there any way that I can, like, sneak around and, like, try to grab that guy with my with stone hand and, like, pull him so that the others can't see me? Uh, roll me a stealth check, and what is the distance for stone hand? Um, let me look that up. It's 30 feet. Okay, you can get close enough, but it's going to be really tough to uh, sneak by because there's, you know, a, the deck of a ship doesn't have, it only has but so many barrels to hide behind. Right. Um, ooh, not that great. Um, eight plus five, thirteen. Okay. That would warrant a perception check on their end, and this guy saw you. The one that was fighting, or that was uh, firing a chill touch at heaven glances over and sees you trying to sneak and he's like, oh, we've got another one! I'm gonna roll my eyes and then just do stone hand to the cannon guy. Okay, go ahead and make your... Do they have to roll or is it, um... Um... Uh, I need to make a ranged bending attack. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um... Is it my bending mod or my bending attack bonus? Be your bending um, modifier. Okay. Um, <laughs> eight plus three. Yeah, that misses. <sighs> okay, great. Um, Does that use up all of your charges too, or is Stone Hand a cantrip? Stone Hand is a cantrip. So I'm oh. good. <laughs> oh, um, can I do? I do rock boots? We're on a boat, so I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I don't think you could. Like, the stone hand thing, you were able to do it with the metal that you had, and as the, um, that you had in that sack. And so obviously you don't have stone with you, that's why I allowed that one. Um, okay. So all of your, all of the things that you're doing are, ver are using up the ammo that you have in that sack. Okay, that's good to know. Which would mean that you would have used up uh, some of it doing stone hand. I would just say the one. Okay, You're able to stretch it pretty thin. Okay. Um, and then that's my action, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, I guess. Okay. So, you guys are making this, this fight ensue. Uh, you happen to look over uh, towards that other ship that it, this ship is in combat with, and you see um, it looks like people are making incredibly long and high jumps over this way, which seems a little odd at first until you recognize it's a lot like the way Yang would make his jumps. As these two, you can recognize them because of that, airbenders land on this ship from the other one to aid you guys in fighting these uh, four waterbenders. Ooh. Can, I, can I make a perception check to see if I know who they are? 
Go ahead. Or if they look familiar. 13 plus 3, 16. Okay. Uh, you don't recognize them in specifics, but you recognize uh, they seem to be hired um, support. Uh, um, that is from a group that is where these people are from. What the fuck are they doing? Are they like the good airbenders or the bad airbenders? And you see, um, they both spent their full action getting over here. I I would feel that would be the fair way to do it. So, uh, top of the round, we are going to get another fire from the uh, ship that Taro recognizes. They miss as they try to attack pirate ship. The pirate ship is able to just knock it hit. Poor aiming, I guess. Jaeger, it is your turn. You've got two guys right on top of you uh, with their scimitars. Oh, good. I'm going to shoot fire bullets at the guy still on the cannon. Okay. Let's see, that's a 9. That's a 16. And an 18. Alright. The 18 hits. Okay. That would be Quattro. Four. Nice. Okay. So you fire these bullets at this guy. Uh, He gets hit on the shoulder and looks over shocked and angry that uh, you're firing at him when you've got two guys in front of you. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? (laughs) He just kind (laughs) of nods solemnly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then I'm going to attack uh, the closest guy with my axe. Okay, it was the one that you were trying to fight uh, before, the one that Kevin tried to fire uh, a waterfall at. Okay, that guy, yeah. We'll do him. And I think he did his reaction, um, the ice shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I rolled think- a I rolled a 19. Okay. With the ice shield still in effect, that does not hit. Say what? Because the ice shield goes away at the start of their next turn. Uh, So their AC right now is, like, higher than that. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even hear that part. That was my bad. Yeah, Kevin was trying to get that information to you. Yeah, I did. Like, I heard it, like, like, after I announced I was doing it. Do you want to redirect the attack? I'd allow that. I would like to. Jaeger would have, yeah, because Jaeger would have seen that there's an ice shield in front of this guy, so there'd be no reason yeah. to attack him. So yeah, go ahead and redirect it to the, the other person. Okay, I will do that. That is an 18. Alright, that does hit. They are going to use uh, one of their chi points to try to do momentous movement. You've got a, you got a how much? I got an 18. 18? Alright, I got a 14, so he is not able to use the movement of the attack to affect you in any way. Okay. So he he takes on the full brunt of the attack and is not able to affect you, he just takes it. So how much damage? Okay. Um, So with extra heat, do I announce that I'm using extra heat at the beginning or can I add it in now? Extra heat is a bonus action, and since oh, you right, did, okay. uh, yeah, 
That answers my question. Thank you. Here it is. That is an eight. Eight damage? Yes. All right. So you do a pretty good sum of damage to this guy. He's uh, it hurt him, but he's still standing strong and ready to fight. It just didn't feel good. Yeah. The guy with the... I Oh, no, it's Kevin's turn. Kevin, what are you doing, bud? Well, I see um, uh, Jaeger, while he still is ganged up. Um, he already, I see he put a hurt in a window. I'm going to nail the little person, uh, that little bastard who's trying to put the hurting on me with a water okay. bolt. Go ahead. Take my name, big funny. 23? Yeah, using... um. Even if he used Ice Shield, it would hit him still. So, yep, you hit him. Yay! Now let me get my 1d8. He takes six bludgeoning damage. All right. And so, I feel like I've been in this spot for a little too long. <laughs> it just started. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm going to stay where I'm at, though. Okay. So the the one that was on the cannon at first that now Jaeger was fighting, he had his ice shield up. It is now down and gone. It just melts. He he brings some of the water that's on the ground up to freeze it into his hand to create an ice punch. So he is able to do more damage to you if he attacks you with his fist. He swings. He misses the first time, and he got a got a 15 on the second. Attack. Does that hit you, uh, Jaeger? Uh, no. Okay. So he swings at you two times with this icy fist and misses both times. You're able to, like, use your scimitar and block one of the attacks and, like, swat it away. And the other attack, you're able to just kind of do the same thing. The next person is the one that was on the cannon. He's going to fire. Got a net. 20. Ooh. That's 6d, or that's 12d6. Oh man. Who's he firing on? He's firing at the other ship, the ship that you recognize. That's 29 damage. That was still a pretty bad roll. Alright, but. How's that ship looking? (laughs) That ship is looking almost like it's uh, on death's door if if it was alive. Because the combat already started before um, before you guys got there. That ship is not looking good. Like, another, like, solid hit or two is going to bring it down. Uh, and he uses the rest of his action to fill up the cannon again so that he can try to fire it a second time. That second guy that is on you, Jaeger, goes to try to swing at you with his scimitar. Yeah, misses the first time in his second attack. 16, does that hit? I think that meets. Alright, meets beats. So he's able to do 8 points of damage to you. Big oofers. As he slashes at you the first time, misses, slashes at you that second time, hits you right across the chest. Uh, Your chest starts to bleed. Uh, The guy that Kevin fired at, he's going to try to attack you again, Kevin, with another uh, chill... Uh, chilling touch so he's going to bring some more water out from his pack and lunge it at you again see if he's I'm surprised he don't get the water from the ocean 
I mean, you, you could say the same thing about yourself, too, though. Sure. Um, he tries to take a swing at you with uh, a chilling touch, and it just isn't able to touch you. You're able to get out of the way. Uh, and that would be it for him. Taro, it is your turn. What do you want to do? Are those airbenders already on the the ship? They're, they are on the ship with you. Their next turns are going to be after you. Can I walk up to one of them? Uh, you can give me a performance check to see if they know that you are ally and not enemy. And okay. I'll have them roll like a perception. It wasn't that great. Performance. Of course I have a negative one performance. It's five. Okay, so they look at you and think of you as an enemy as you're trying to walk up to them. I put my hands up. Okay, so they they don't try to attack you. Um, can I can I talk to them? Yes. What are you guys protecting? There's no time for explanations right now. We've got to get these pirates off of us. Why? They started firing at us. Yeah, but what's so... What's so important that you have there? Could you ever explain what a pirate does and why they do it? No, I'm asking what you're protecting. Oh, what we're protecting doesn't matter. What matters is our ship is getting attacked. We can stand and talk semantics all, all day, but... You gotta make sure that that ship's okay. Otherwise, we're all going down. Do I want to do this? Frog, do I want to do this? Uh, I can't answer that. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna... Okay, I'm gonna pull out my amulet and show it to them. And then I'm just gonna repeat myself. What are you protecting? Give me persuasion with advantage. I got a nat 20! You see, you pull out the amulet, and it almost seems like all the combat around has frozen. Uh, the two airbenders that were ready to fight these pirates off to help you guys... Mo well, it's less to help you guys and more to just get the pirates off. They freeze, and they look at each other, and then they look back at you, and one of them is, is like... They're... Are you part of a family, too? If you know what's good for you, you won't say- <laughs> What are you protecting? And we're- We're bringing in a package into the Fire Nation. Do you know what this package is? And I think at that point, that would be enough for, for a full turn. Okay. So, one of them has locked into the conversation with you, so we can continue that on his turn, uh, but this- Next turn is one of the airbenders, and he's going to run over um, and use Gust against the waterbender that is attacking you, Kevin, to try to knock him off of the side of the ship. Which probably isn't the smartest idea, because that's just giving waterbenders fuel. So instead, what he's going to do, because he would know that that's not the smartest idea, he's going to instead use grasping winds 
against this uh, this waterbender that's been firing at you, Kevin. And what this means is it it looks like his hands are spinning in circles, and you see this these gusts of wind just like come around him and and slowly grapple him and, and hold him steady, and it's getting tighter and tighter, and he's having a hard time moving. And he's able to successfully grapple him. So this guy, uh, you see now, uh, Kevin, as you're watching this, the winds themselves are forcefully holding this man's this man's arms to, uh, together as he takes damage and is also restrained for an easy, easy attack on, on the next turn. So it's similar to a whole person? Basically. Okay. I got a whole person of my own. And he does that and he goes, this should be easy for you now. Uh, meanwhile, the second airbender is talking to you. Uh, what was your last question? So we can continue from there. Me? Oh shoot, I don't remember. I think it was, what are you protecting? Uh, or did he answer that? Family, the family has us bringing in a package into the Fire Nation. We're not sure what it is, we just do what the jobs tell us. And is there anyone supervising you? We do have a supervisor on board, his name is Slick. Uh, she's shocked at that information and, um, her eyes are like super wide and She's... Oh! Really slick! Fine man. He's, he's a little odd. And he, the airbender now starts to kind of squint his eyes a little bit as he starts to think. And he goes, say... You don't happen to be... Don't think uh, too hard, dear. Well, you're supposed to be dead. And Jaeger, it is your turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've got uh, two waterbenders that are in front of you. One just slashed at you with the scimitar. The other one is kind of ganging up on you as well uh, against him, but he's only been using waterbending to fire at you. Okay. Um, I'm going to flamethrower him back. You're going to flamethrower? Yes. Oh, what's the range on that? Uh... 30 feet, 15 foot cone? I believe so. You can hit the guy that's on the cannon and the two in front of you with that. I will do that. Keep in mind, I want you uh, to roll me a pure luck check to see if you don't accidentally activate that cannon, though. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'd say 15. That is exactly what the DC would have been for it. So you don't fire the cannon on accident. Oh, good. So all three of these guys have to roll dexterity, right? Yes. They all rolled. I know they. I know they failed. So go ahead and do the full damage. Okay. Forget what it was. It was. It was a two d eight, right? For flamethrower. Yeah. And I can add a extra heat to that for a chi point. Yes, you can. Okay. Extra, he's gonna make fire-based attacks do extra damage when he adds this cheat. So he gets to add an extra d4. 
Alright, that's a total of 17. 17 damage for all three of those guys. Yes. I'm so glad you didn't accidentally set off that cannon. That would have been like a to-be-continued meme. Just about. <laughs> so all three of these guys get singed and burned as you blast off this fire at them. They, One of them could have done an ice shield. They all probably could have done ice shield, but they just weren't thinking about that. They were shocked because of just how immense this fire feels when you pack on that extra heat and they take on that damage. Uh, some of some of their clothes seems to be uh, singed. One of them has to put out a fire that's on their shoulder. And what else are you doing? Um, that's pretty much it, because that extra heat is a bonus. Okay. Uh, Kevin, we've got you. Uh, you are fighting a two-on-one against this waterbender who is now restrained against this holding air. Uh, what would you like to do? So I'm not being restrained. The airbender is restraining the waterbender, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. I'm going to burn one one more chi point and aiming water bolt at uh, at the uh, waterbender. What are you spending that chi point for? Isn't because uh, water bolt is a is a basic technique. Basic techniques don't take any chi, don't take any charges. That's why they're basic. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, That'd goodness. be like if cantrips cost spell slots. Gotcha. So I'm going to use Water Bolt to, um, to knock this guy out. And, and I wrote with advantage. With that, exactly, okay. yep. First one was a 7. I like the, the next one. The next one is a 17 plus 5. 17 plus 5, that'll hit. Yeah, go ahead and do your damage. Ooh, damage. And that is max 8. Ooh. Alright, that guy's not looking good. I advise you to surrender. We do not want to, we don't want to do any more harm, but you need to stop. And I'm going to run over to one of the, uh, uh, the other candidates to see can I break it. Uh, yeah, there's two on the side that the other ship is at. So Can I make um, it over there or no? You can make it over there. There's one that uh, one guy is on. Uh, and then there's the one that has Jaeger and the two other guys. If you try to run over to where the other one's at, you've already done your action, so you can't do anything against that cannon. You can gotcha. disrupt him from filling it, though. Okay, I'll do that then. Okay. You run right over to the guy that just had to put out the fire that was on his shoulder from uh, Flamethrower. But I want to double check something, actually, because it made me think. Jaeger, do you happen to know Flamethrower? Is it like a lingering effect? Or was that dra Fire Dragon's Breath? Um, let me check. I just had it here. They do uh, one uh, 2d8 fire damage, or half. If they start their turn in the fire, they must make a safety throw again. You can keep the spell up for three rounds. Oh shoot, so it's constant. So yeah. never mind. If you wish. Yeah, due to the fact that it's going to be a constant one, I'll probably... Uh, uh, 
get near Jaeger and see does he need any healing. So you're gonna do two v two with the uh, guys that Jaeger's fighting? No, I, what I'm saying is I'm gonna get near him and see that he need healing. You spent your action already. The way we have it for waterbenders is they have to spend an action to do healing. Gotcha. It's not a bonus action. No, but you what can go over is, there. Go ahead. What I'm saying is I want to get over there to see that he need healing. So on my next turn, I can heal him. Uh, you are able to get over there, yeah. Now you are okay. in that fray, so it, it does look like it's a two-on-two two over there at this point. Okay. And the flamethrower is still going? The flamethrower is still going. With oh. the way Kevin ran over, he's not in the flames. Okay. So he should be okay with that. I'm behind um, you. I'm behind you. Right. Okay. Now this is a concentration, um, Jaeger. So right. with the flamethrower, you can choose to keep it up for three rounds. Um, okay. Do you choose to do that? Or try to hold it as long as you can? I'm going to definitely try to hold it for another round, yeah. Okay. All right, so this next guy, the one that was manning the cannon, he's going to try to um, make his dexterity save or get hit by the fire some more. Uh, it looks like he got a 13. Does that pass or fail? I think that's a fail. That is a fail. All right, so he's going to continue to take 2d8 okay. just to start their turn. Yeah. Oh, wait. Do you roll that or do I? You would, since you're the one that does, that did the attack. Okay. That's a nine. All right, so he's dealt an extra nine damage just by starting his turn in the fire. And he tries to move out of the way. No, because if he tries to move, he'll get opportunity attack from the both of you guys. So uh, he's just going to try to disrupt your concentration by swinging his scimitar at you. Uh, he's going to draw it out and, and try to attack you, uh, Jaeger. So he got a 17 on the die with that hit. Yes. Okay, and he's going to do seven points of damage. Okay. And I need you to roll a concentration check with a DC of 10. You said he did seven to me? Correct. Okay, just trying to keep track. And then you want me to roll a what? Concentration? Concentration, yeah, which would be constitution. Okay. That would be 15. You are able to hold your concentration to keep this flamethrower going. He's going to attack you again with his extra attack. And got a 19 on the die, so I know that hits. Or another... He didn't do very well that time. He does four slashing damage at you with that second attack. I need you to roll another constitution... Or, uh, yeah, constitution, DC 10. And you took four more damage. Okay. That is a 16 this time. You are able to hold it. You've been taking these hits, but you're taking them like a man and holding on to your flamethrower. Uh, the next guy, he's going to start his turn in the fire, so he has to make his, uh, his uh, dexterity. Uh, he rolled a 9, so he takes the full brunt of damage, so go ahead and roll uh, another 2d8 for the second guy. That's 15. Alright, he takes 15. This guy is on death's door. You see he's not feeling good in the slightest. Uh, but he tries to do the same thing, disrupt your uh, concentration. Can I use my ice shield for him or just for myself? 
it is just for yourself, and since you're behind him, it's not gonna affect in front of him. Plus, he has his uh, his flamethrower going right now. Putting up an eye shield is gonna block the fire. Gotcha. And he got a nat twenty on his second attack on you. I rolled pretty short, but he does seven damage uh, on a crit. Uh oh. Are you down? Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, you see Jaeger goes down. Taro, you're having this conversation. You glance over and you see Jaeger goes down. The fire stops. Uh, Kevin, you see your guy go down. Uh, this guy, this pirate is breathing heavy and just has this lustful look in his eyes like he's hungry and wanting more uh, of you guys. The third guy, the guy that is... Um, the guy that's on the cannon, I actually swapped them on accident. But uh, he's going to fire his cannon against this other ship. He got enough to hit it. Oh no. Things are going bad now. Sixteen damage to that other ship. It is not looking good, guys. This thing is getting pretty close to falling apart. You're seeing some water coming through. There's a couple of water vendors on that ship that's like patching it up with some, some uh, the water vendor version of mending, trying to do their best to keep that ship from sinking. Uh, the guy that is restrained, he is going to attempt to make his strength saving throw uh, and got a 16. Does that break him out? I believe so, actually. He does. He is able to break free from the from the the grapple of this uh, air hold. Uh, looks over to that airbender and then tries to fire in a water bolt at him. This airbender is then going to use one of his chi points to make it at disadvantage using aerial senses. Which is good that he did that. So he fires this water bolt, but the airbender just seems to have a knack of the wind around him, and he's able to just easily duck out of the way from it. Uh, Taro, it is your turn. So you just saw all of this ensue. You saw Jaeger blast out this fire breath, almost bringing down three people. Uh, Kevin tries to attack the one that was restrained successfully does and then runs over to try to help Jaeger who the very next or very next couple of swings goes down another blast of uh, another blast of cannon hits the ship that's over at the side that these airbenders came from you see a worried expression out of the airbender that you're trying to talk to there's a lot going on a lot of chaos um i'm going to put my finger up at the person i'm talking to and go Hold on a moment. Um, I'm gonna turn around and... You said there's a guy on the cannon? Yeah, there's a guy on... Uh, there is a guy on the cannon, okay. yeah. Um, I'm gonna do Iron Fist and run up to him and sucker punch him in the face. Alright, go ahead and roll to see if you hit him. Okay. Oh boy. Jeez, what's with these shoals? Um, 
Nine plus three, twelve. That, yeah, that totally misses. And that does also consume another one of your balls. Oh, yeah. <sighs> um, the airbender that you were talking to is now focused on trying to get these pirates out of here. He is going to do wind strike. Um, what that does is he's going to use his body and propel himself, creating a line of air as he runs through uh, the waterbender that Kevin was originally attacking and is now attacking the other airbender. So he runs through him. He's got a enough movement to run towards the one that's on the um, the cannon. So he actually he's able to hit the both of them because this uses their movement speed and super fast. So he hits them both. Let, well, let's see. Actually, this is um, dexterity saves. So they have to make dexterity saves. So one fails and one passes. One takes two d ten. The one that was closest to him takes seventeen force damage, and that actually knocks that one clean out. And he runs over to the other one. Or the one that would only take half damage, and that one only takes eight. So would that attack also hit B or no? No, no, because gotcha. you moved away. Um, because right now I'm, my attention will be on Jaeger, and see. So one is down. The one on the cannon, he probably, I, I don't know his status. How was the one with the the scimitar? The ones that were in front of you and Jaeger are still standing. It's the other two that he's focusing on. Gotcha. But one of them goes down, the other one takes a hit but is still standing. Uh, and that would be... Well, he's actually going to use his free action, spend a chi, and cast Vanish. Which is a free action that he can use to take the hide action as a free action. So he does this blast as he runs through the crowd and then just disappears. You have no idea where he went. Uh, the next one up is the other airbender. He's going to try to use airwave. He pulls out a knife and slashes at the air towards the waterbender that is at the... No, he's going to slash at one of the ones that's uh, attacking you guys. 19 do the attack damage of a knife. He rolled pretty well. He's actually able to do seven points of damage to that guy. And he goes down. So there's only two left. Top of the round, that other ship fires a cannon blast, the one that you guys are on right now, and misses yet again. Uh, Jaeger, you are down. Give me a death save. So what is what does that mean? Like I've never been roll, down before. You roll a d20. You mm -hmm. don't add anything to it. Just roll a d20 and tell me what the number is. Okay. Natural twenty. That means you are back up with one HP and you've got the rest what? of your turn to move. Yep. Oh. Uh, one thing that I do 
uh, that's a homebrew rule of mine is anytime you go down and you get back up, you do have one level, like you go the next level of exhaustion, mm -hmm. uh, which means you're a level one exhausted. You have disadvantage on ability checks, but that doesn't affect you in combat right now. So you with your one HP, you are able to do your full, all of your actions right now. Okay. Um, can I... I probably should have asked this before. Am I allowed to use multiple cheese in a round? Uh, if the... For inner flame, for example? You can you can use multiple cheese to do inner flame. Okay. I'm gonna... Yeah, I didn't write a rule that said that you can't do that, so... Okay. I'm gonna use two for inner flame. So that's gonna be 44s. Because I'm feeling it. These guys are heavy. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta, I only, unlike you guys, I only have one d4 dice. <laughs> and that heals me for 12, so, okay. And I believe, um, Inner Flame is a free action, right? Or is that a bonus action? Yes. It is a free action. Okay. Okay. No, second Wind is a free action. Yeah. Okay, and then, so there's only two guys left? There's two guys left. There's one that's in front of you. Mm -hmm. Then there's the one that's by the cannon. Okie dokie. I'm gonna uh, shoot fire bullets at Cannon Man. Okay. That's a 16, a 12, and a 19. Alright, he is going to use his reaction to put up Ice Shield. Rude. That so that none of those hit. Oh. Then I guess I'm going to hit the guy in front of me with my axe. I'm going to ask him a question. He's going to axe you. Okay. That's bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> that hurt me a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> I got an 18. That could hit him. Are you using your axe, you said? Yes. Okay, go ahead. And, uh, Kevin, with momentous movement, if they succeed, they take no damage, or does it half the damage? Momentous movement, uh, on success, you take no damage. Well, he's definitely going to try to do that. He's going to spin the chi and go with momentous movement. Rude. He got a 17. Was that how much you hit him at? Or did you uh, hit him at 18? I hit him at 18. All right, so he's he fails. He he takes the damage. So he tries to do the. You haven't seen this even work once, but he tries to do this waterbender thing. You're not really sure. All you know is that axe went boom on his skin. So go ahead and roll for damage. That's a nine. This guy is standing, but barely. He's breathing heavy. He's covered in blood. He's he's ready to die for the crew, but at the same time, this is this is. He's gonna be gone if he keeps on going. He keeps this up. Oh yeah. Kevin, it is your turn. You saw Jaeger just get this burst. You're not sure if it was a firebender thing or what, but he gets this burst of energy and is able to... It seems like he healed himself in such a way that you've never seen before but he is able to swing his axe down on this guy that, uh, on this waterbender that was trying to redirect the movement to affect him in some way. But Jaeger's strength 
was able to persevere and slash down onto this guy. Uh, dang, son! Um, the guy on the cannon, how far away is he from me? He's about 30 feet. If you tried to run away, though, the guy that um, is in front of you would get attack of opportunity. The one that Jaeger and you are standing next to. The only reason I was acting because I, I was thinking I could just grip him, but the thing is, he had to be within 15 feet of me. I'm going to do whole person on him. On the one on the cannon? Yes. I'm summoning the water that's on the side of him to freeze him in place. Okay, go ahead. Uh, is that a... What kind that's of wisdom save that? throw. Wisdom save? Mm-hmm. Alright, he got a net one, so he definitely fails it. And he is restrained. Alright, what does it restrain? Does it restrain feet, arms? Uh, there are a few oh. of them that specifically say what appendage is. You send a splash of water and attempt to freeze them in it. Water vendors have advantage. Uh, can make these throws with advantage. Oh, well then that means he gets to roll a second time. No, he's able to break out of that one. Crap. Well, that goes my... Uh, well, that, that was an attack. And, uh... I'm gonna use my bonus action to summon a water whip. Uh, in my free, I don't have my spear out anyway. So it in my hand, and I'm going to nail this water bender right here in front of me. Or do I attack on my next round? You would have to attack on your next round. The way summon water whip is worded is that it's a bonus action, yes, but it doesn't say you can attack with it on the same turn that you cast it unless you use your regular action. You've used your action gotcha. to try to hold person. But you did summon a whip of water then still, right? Yeah. Okay. So you've got your water whip out now. This guy uh, that's in front of you guys, uh, this water bender, he is going to... I had a plan that I wanted to do with him. Uh, he's going to use Ice Burst. So this is his final charge of the fight. So what this does is he's going to create 1d6 shards of ice as he puts his hands near the, the water skins that he has on each side and forms, looks like shards, and then just spreads his arms out as if he's trying to fly and shards come out all around him. And everybody that's within the 30 foot radius, so that would be you two, that would be the guy that's on the other cannon. Uh, that would also be one of the airbenders and would be Taro. I'll have to make dexterity saves. I got a 17. I got a 9. 17. Anybody that rolled higher than a 14, you pass. Anyone that rolled lower fails. It's not much. They only. Those that fail take 3 cold damage times the two that the two shards that were put out so that's six cold damage those that pass take three times one okay. and what did the other bender uh his friend he failed he he he's still up apparently he probably look at him like watch it buddy <laughs> probably they both look exhausted though that is his turn the other two are down the next up is the other guy that's on the cannon. Taro, you're in front of him. Um, 
he's got his cannon right here though, so he's going to risk not hitting you and just fire off the cannon. Nat 20. Oh my lord. I feel so bad for that ship. <laughs> Taro, do you feel bad for the ship? Absolutely not. Well, actually, I do. Because do it's lit. Do you guys hear the music of how many dice this is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This ship went down. It is barely up. Not oh to metagame, God. not to metagame, it's at 11 HP. Oh my god. Yay, Slick didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> so he fires that cannon, sees you in front of him, and he just kind of prepares for whatever may come from you, because it is your turn. Cool, 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 cool. Um, eh, why not? Um, am I able to run up to the cannon and like pull it to be pointing a different direction um with your metal bending yes okay i want to do that what do i do okay so you would have to spend your turn trying to move this thing but you are able to move it uh how would you want to move this thing i kind of want to push it back into the guy and like pull it like toward me at the same time so that it's not aiming at the ship anymore so you want it to hit the guy while like being turned away from the ship yeah if i can do that if i could do both of those things and that sounds badass so yeah uh roll me Roll me a d20. You don't get to add your proficiency with this, so it's just gonna be the d20 plus uh, dexterity. It wouldn't be plus anything because you don't have any kind of proficiency in this stuff. It's kind of just like pure luck almost. Well, it was a six, so... Alright, so you're not able to hit the guy. I still will allow you to do the shape, the shape metal since that's something that metal benders can do. Okay. But the guy's able to just kind of move out of the way and not get hit by it. Okay. Now it is not facing the ship anymore. That's fine. <laughs> I think that's all I'm gonna do. Okay. Uh, one of the airbenders is going to try to... I'm gonna do Mark of the Silent on this guy. Which is basically like a Hunter's Mark for D&D players. Uh, he's able to mentally label this person as his target uh, and is running up to slash at him with his knife. Got an 18 to hit, so he does 1d4, the 6, plus an extra 1d6. 12. This, the guy that was manning the cannon is now down and out. I don't even know why I did that, he was at 1 HP. Uh, the other one that went, uh, that used Vanish, you guys don't know where this is coming from. There's this blast of air coming from somewhere, not entirely sure where, uh, since he's hiding he gets advantage on this, that blasts this other waterbender that Kevin and Jaeger were fighting and blows the guy, knocks him clean out, even knocks him off of the ship. 
as he uh, swoops down and lands, uh, he seemed to have been hanging out from uh, where the sails are of the ship and lands gently in front of you guys. All the pirates are knocked out and there seems to be silence. There is one final shot, so everyone brace themselves. The opponent, the opposing ship that isn't aware, that hasn't hit anything the whole damn battle, that isn't aware <laughs> that the fight's over and misses again. The airbenders, um, one of them runs up, flies his way over in one way or another to the ship to get them to stop firing. The one that you were talking to, Taro, is still there. But the combat is now over. Good, because I'm going to use... I'm going to spend a chi point to use heal, uh, healing waters on Jaeger. So first I got to do a medical check, right? You roll a DC medicine check, uh, 20. If you're All able right. to get 20 or higher, you're able to add your bonus heal die. Oh, right. So that's a 17 plus uh, 5 is a 22. You got your bonus heal die. All right. And it will heal Jaeger for 4 plus 1 plus my wisdom, which is a plus 3. So 8. All right, Jaeger, you feel this healing water... Um, grant you eight more health as you feel a little bit more of a boost. I feel like I have eight more health than I did currently. Let's get you back. Let's get you back to the ships, so me and Bonna can work on you. How is it that I always almost die on every mission? We haven't even really started this one yet. Yeah, this is just a thing on the. I side. hardly did it. So, um, you guys finally finish this combat um all three ships are kind of docked side by side so you're able to just kind of hop over to the others um and we're gonna end with the airbender walking back up to taro grab her by the shoulder and spin her around so that they're face to face and he's gonna say are you rena that's what we'll end the episode rena <laughs> <laughs> ah. so, right now. <laughs> all right so thank you all for listening to this episode so that was fun guys that was a good that was a good episode i almost Yay! died i mean that's always oh. the case though with the anger that's true yet you wrote a natural 20 and got back up Exhausted, but got back up. And I was glad I ran over, over to heal you, even though you didn't really need it. <laughs> so, tell me, you guys, uh, did you guys enjoy that? Was that a good one? Yes, and also, we get the crack into the world of Tara. I'm so anxious. Da -da -da -da. Oh, that's great. It's great. I love it. I love it so. So many people are asking questions about you, Tara. Rainily. I mean, finally. <laughs> what? Was this supposed what? to be a joke? No. I missed the ball, bud. I'm sorry. And during the whole, uh, I'm assuming during the whole conversation that Tara had with the airbender, none of us heard that. 
I'm sorry. None of you guys have heard any of that, no. Gotcha. Excellent. So, uh, we don't have any five-star reviews to shout out today. Um, so is there anything else that you guys would like to shout out and or plug? I, I guess I'll go first. Um, I would really like everybody to, um, take a look at not another D&D podcast. It's, it's a big name podcast. Uh, they don't know about our little lives. Um, but it is hilarious to listen to the band of boobs travel through Bahumia, to listen to the team 22 travel through Trinayville and to hear the Bon Frères, uh, trying to find their friend. What was his name? I think his name is Craig, actually. Um, but yeah, check out Not Another D&D Podcast. It's a fantastic podcast. And anytime I ever say shout out to the two crew, I'm referring to them. Uh, Jaeger, who do you have today? Um, I kind of do want to announce this. Um, I'm not sure how many of you guys have ever seen the show Whitest Kids You Know. But they they recently had a... They're getting back together. They're streaming a lot. And they're actually also doing a D&D campaign. So if you're like me... And you watched White as Kids, you know, all the time in high school because you had the 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 humor of of farts and stuff. Check them out; they're doing D and D. They just kidnapped a child. It's pretty sweet. Oh, that sounds on our Discord. It's probably gonna happen on ours. Oh, that's um, what I thought was gonna happen. Airbender grabs Taro. Side quest for kidnap Taro part two. Parts. Yeah, that that hap- that already happened. I'm gonna have to wait at least one more arc before I kidnap Taro again. Yeah. Okay. And that time it'll be a bit more scary. I thought the whole blood bending part was kind of scary, but um, Taro, what do you what are you plugging today? Um, um, I guess just like shout out to like our DM because he does so much. Like, holy shit, he completely yes. reads all these character sheets, like, so many times. And, like, keeps us all on our toes and all that cool stuff. And shout out to you, my dude. Well, thank you. That's very sweet. I try to, I try to keep things entertaining for you guys and the listeners. And, uh, guilty pleasure myself. Um, because it's fun to listen to you guys struggle a little bit. Not gonna lie. Rude. <laughs> uh, and Kevin, is there anything that you've got today? And no, you can't you can't plug us because you've done that for two episodes now. Well, I'm planning to do a shout out to Yang. I hope he's, I hope he's recovering nicely from from his uh, personal uh, medical issues, and I just want him to feel a lot better because he deserves it. That's very true, yeah. And uh, surprise, surprise, everybody. We've actually got uh, Yang listening in right now. If he wants to give a quick hello to let everybody know that he is still alive and that we did not kidnap him. Okay. Help. Hold me. All right, that's enough, buddy. Good old buddy, old pal. Oh, let me just mute you real quick. There we go. Perfect. All right, so. Yang would like I'm sorry, buddy. We can't hear you. You keep cutting out. Hold on. Sometimes I can still hear his voice. <laughs> right? In the I'll deep s- distance. Is that better? It's better, yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to give a shout out to the listeners. You guys are amazing. I love y'all. 
I would like to give a shout out to Goblins and Growlers. They are an amazing podcast based in Richmond, Virginia. Absolutely phenomenal D&D players and absolutely amazing people in general. They're I would like to give a shout out to all of you amazing party members who supported you're gone now bud hello can you guys hear me yes yes uh you guys are amazing thank you for your patience and your antics with yang even though you try to kill him <laughs> um oh, lastly and uh, kevin has your fans and your fans you feel any better i almost died again that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> I thought it would. So enough near-death experiences from Jaeger, and it'll be Yang back in no time. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, to anyone who loves Pokemon, True Green 7 is a phenomenal artist who redesigns and even creates his own Pokemon everyday thing. So feel free to check out True Green 7 on YouTube. That's about it for me on shoutouts. Sweet, and you haven't been in for a while, so that was a that was a good layer of shoutouts from you. So that's nice. Um, with that said, Jaeger, I'm pretty sure you don't have uh, any kalimba tracks for us today, um, which is fine. Maybe could be after the credits. Who knows? Uh, uh, come on, man, but I want to hear that kalimba. I want to hear you sing, and I want to sing with you. Well, you might. With the wonderful power of editing. That's true. A-I-R-E. Okay. I was going to sing P.O.D., but that's, again, not another D&D podcast. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> I got one. S- oh? I don't know if anybody remembers this one. So long... Farewell, Farewell to you, my friend. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again, I said so long. Farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again. It's sad that this one knows that song a little bit better. Guys. I love you, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>